pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's go to the hotline and bring in Scott Petrak from brownzone.com to talk some Browns football. What's up, Scotty? Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, we're good, man. Uh, we were uh, covering a huge high school football game last night, uh, and we saw two great defenses going at each other. And the Browns, they've been carrying uh, you know, the team this year defensively. Uh, let's start with, before we get to the quarterback, Miles Garrett, because uh, with that defense, that's going to be, I think, the key this weekend against the Rams. What's his status for Sunday's game against the Rams? Yeah, well, you know, we're three hours later out here, so they haven't even taken practice yet. Um but I, I fully expect Miles to play. I watched him do some stuff yesterday, testing the shoulder, and you know he looks not fine. But he, I mean, he was doing what he needed to do. He has shown in the past that he can play through a bunch of stuff. We've seen that multiple times. Coming off the car wreck last year, he only missed the one game. So Schwartz thinks he's going to play. Just to know how much he's going to play. Um, I, I would expect to talk to Miles today and him tell us he's going to be out there and be as close to 100 percent as possible. What about anybody else on the defensive side of the ball that was banged up, didn't yeah. play, or maybe got dinged this week? Yeah, well, I, the big one's Denzel Ward. I, I, he hasn't practiced this week yet with that shoulder injury. If he's out there today, then maybe he's got a chance. Um, but it could be the second straight game without him. And that's big, considering Matt, Matt Stafford throws the ball well. They got the two receivers, right? Cop and Nakua. Um, Greg Newsom struggled against Denver in that matchup with Cortland Sutton. So, you know, Schwartz said he's sure that Newsom will be better this week, but, you know, they could really use Denzel Ward, and if not, they're going to have to figure some out, and you're right. If they don't have Ward, then they're going to have to figure out a way to get to Stafford quicker. Scotty, I want to ask you about our game plan. Last week, we go up against the defense, arguably the worst against the run in the league, and yet we wanted to pass the ball. I have no idea about the Rams defensively, but how are we going to attack this team? Do you expect a little difference if it's DTR or Joe Flacco? Yeah. I mean, are we still going to try oh, yeah. to air it out? Well, here's the thing. I think that's a couple different discussions. I think I understand the criticism of throwing it as much as they did last week. I also think that there's reasons for it, and you're trying to get your rookie quarterback some confidence, get him in a rhythm early. The Broncos are going big personnel, so the Browns got three receivers on the field, okay. and the Broncos are matching that with linebackers, so you think you have an advantage throwing. Um, you know, so I think that's part of it. Now, could they have run it more and just say, hey, we're going to run it 40 times? Yeah, that's one way they could have done it. That's not how Stefanski's ever operated. With the Rams, they're not a great run defense. I think you can run at them. I think Flacco, what he enables you to do is stretch the field because mm-hmm. he can throw it at all parts of the field. So, you throw it deep, you can throw it to the sidelines, and I think it was kind of squeezed. Everything was kind of squeezed with DTR in there, which made it tougher to just run it up the middle. So, I do think, assuming Flacco plays, I think you'll see the combination, but I think you'll be able to run the ball better because Flacco just gives you that threat. Scotty, I've heard this a couple of times over the last two weeks, is that DTR may throw at times what seems to be, and I can't believe we're talking about this as professional athletes, an uncatchable ball. But we understand that Joe Flacco's got a probably better arm, probably better touch on short passes, and may be able to, like you said, air it out. Now, 
my thing is this. If you consider the fact that when Kevin Stefanski was in Minnesota, maybe Kirk Cousins' game is more similar to Joe Flacco, and could that help this offense? Well, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the uncatchable discussion either. Mm-hmm. Um, seems silly to me, right? And I don't think, think DTR throws an uncatchable ball. I mean, he doesn't throw it that hard, you know? So, and they just drop balls. And maybe it's you're used to catching them from Deshaun Watson, so that's a change. But I don't think it's an excuse. Um, now, Slacko, yeah, I mean, I think he's got a better arm than Cousins. You know, I don't think he's as accurate, but he throws it probably better. Like, Joe Flacco's He's been doing this since 2008. He's one of the best throwers I've seen. Just stands in the pocket. He's my kind of quarterback. Stands in the pocket. Yep. Throws it all over the place. Right? Stands tall. Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't have the movement skills. Right? He can't run the sweeps like DTR and Watson could. But he can stand in there and swing it. So if you can protect him, I think it opens up some things on offense that weren't open with DTR or even PJ Walker. Scotty, is it going to be safe for him in the pocket, though, with the yeah. tackle situation? Yeah, that's a good question, Kenny. It's a fair question. Um, here's what I, th- I think. Dewan Jones is going to be fine at right tackle. Okay. Now, I don't know about Jaron Christian at left tackle. I thought he struggled, especially in that second half. I spent, you know, fourth quarter and P.J. Walker was in there. He had one really bad series. I think he's vulnerable. He's not Jed Wills, right? For all the grief that Jed Wills gets, um, Christian is not as good as Jed Wills. It's just simple. So I think that's where you're going to have to help. You're going to have to help Joe Flacco's blind side. And if that's – you always put a running back there. If that's – Joe Batonio's got to swing out and help. If it's David Njoku spends his, most of the game over there, something. But, right. you know, Joe Flacco's not going to escape the pocket. So you have to put um, – you have to give Christian help. And then the other part of that is you've got to get it out of his hands in a hurry, um, which he's been good at, right? Flacco makes quick decisions, gets it out of his, gets it out of his hand. Uh, here, here's what worries me about Flacco, and I know he rallied uh, the Jets on that onside kick and beat the Browns and everything, but I watched other games last year, Scotty, and he looked like a statue in the pot. I mean, there was no movement whatsoever. If there's any pressure, I- I'm concerned about sacks, fumbles, turnovers uh, from that standpoint. How does, I guess, Kevin Stefanski... Uh, you know, realize that and try and uh, counter that so it doesn't happen. Yeah, I think you do play action. Um, okay. So you freeze the linebackers, you know, so then when you, you know, you're handed off and then you want to play action so the linebackers are confused. But you have to trust your guys in the middle of the offensive line. Right, that's the Browns' strength. Postick at center, Batonio and Teller at guards. Um, and the Rams are good, right? We know Aaron Donald. Um, the name's escaping, but then another guy, a young guy, had two sacks last week. And Carter's name, but um, so you got to be stout in the interior because you get that pressure coming up the middle. Flacco's got no chance, right? Um, yep. And then you get it out of his hands. So you know it means you you know Najoku chips and then he releases to the flat, get it out of his hands. You wear the pass rush that, that you know wears down that way. You run screens, and then when you want to take the shots that Flacco's arm enables you to take, you max protect and, and trust that, you know, having a couple extra guys in there is going to allow Flacco to make those throws. Or do you just run the ball more like they should have last week so you don't have to throw it as much if you're having success? Yeah, right, right. I mean, that's part of it. That's part of the play-action game. It's part of blowing down the defensive line is if you can have a lot of success running the ball, that does that, right? It's just that's how it works. You beat them up, then they don't have the energy to pass rush. So I, I think that's part of it. 
if the Rams come out with eight guys in the box and say throw it, then you're going to have to throw it. I, I just, uh, you know, I have my issues with Stefanski, but having said that, Scotty, He's done a great job to get them to 7-4 and four this year, okay? He's had some, you know, shortcomings with play calls, and we're seeing Ryan Day maybe with play calls, and I keep going back to this. At some point, uh, does somebody step in and say to Ryan Day, to Kevin Stefanski, hey, you're our head coach, but you need to give up play calling duties? Yeah, I mean, I think that ship has sailed. I just do. I mean, we've been talking about wow. it for four years. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I kind of get your point. I, I would also say... I would also say 7-4, and four, part of that is him calling the plays. He's won games with P.J. Walker and DTR at quarterback, right? Like that, and he's the guy calling the plays for him. They've scored enough, they've scored enough points. So that's why I kind of go back and forth on that, Kenny. I, I don't think that's the biggest problem the Browns have is Kevin Stefanski's a play caller. I just don't. He gets a pass because of all these injuries as well. And uh, on Sunday, Scotty, I guess, you know, the Amari Cooper thing with the ribs, it kind of frightens me. But uh, although he's only listed as questionable, do you expect him to be 100%? Well, actually, yeah, they haven't said questionable or not yet. Um, I don't. Like, I watched him practice yesterday, and he ran one route, and he stopped. Like, that was the last route I saw him run because it looked like the ribs were uncomfortable. Mm. Now, I think he's a gamer. I don't know if he can shoot that up, right, when he gets to the game, whatever you do to make that pain go away for three hours. I expect him to do all those things. I expect him to play, but I don't expect him to be 100%. Now, having said that, it's different from a leg injury where you can't run. Like, it's a rib injury. So it's more, is he worried about getting hit versus can he run down the field, I think. Scotty, what do we know about this Rams team? Yeah, I know they got a big win, put a lot, a lot of points last week. But, but uh, you know, from studying this game as you do, I know one thing. I know one what? thing. Puka Nakua. I love that name, Scotty. Can you okay. say it? Puka Nakua. <laughs> say it. It's fun. Um, here's what I know about him. Stafford control the ball. They got two receivers. Um, you mentioned Nakua, Super Cup. They got a young running back, second year guy to Notre Dame, Kyron Williams, who had, I think he had, he has 301 yards over the last two games. Um, so you got to be worried about him because the Broncos ran the ball all over the Broncos, right? So you got this guy doing it. Um, it's going to be a huge challenge for them. And to me, that's where the game starts, is the Browns' defense has to play better than it did against the Broncos, right? They just they can't dig mm-hmm. the 14 nothing hole because that's really hard to do. Then the defense can get after Flacco, right? So I think the defense needs to be better. I, I think there's still plenty talented enough, even without Ward, um, as long as Garrett's out there. Um, to play up to the level that they need to play at, but they need to prove it because they're coming off a game that, again, you know, it wasn't awful, right? I think they gave up. I think it wasn't even 300 yards. But they gave up enough points, gave up enough early points and third-down conversions where they didn't dominate. And when you have the issues at running back, or not running back, the issues at offense and quarterback that the Browns have, you need that number one defense to come through, and I don't think it came through enough in Denver. Scotty, I'm looking at this total in the game, and they have it set at 40 points. I don't know how the Browns score points, but I think if the number's that high, I think what you're saying is what Vegas thinks is that the Rams are going to score a lot of points on this defense. Yeah, I mean, I can kind of see that. You know, you talk about, like, all those matchups we just mentioned, mm-hmm. right? The Rams are good. Sean McVay's a good play call. Matthew Stafford's playing well. Um, he was hurt for a while, came back. He's had two good games in a row. They've won two in a row. They're kind of on the bubble of the playoff chase. It's five and six, right? They're not out of it. The NFC isn't that great. So I get that in the question. And you guys asked me like months ago about the Browns being bad on defense on the road. 
I kind of dismissed it because after like one or two games. Now there's some history there, and they haven't yeah. played nearly as well on the road, which is kind of confounding to me. Because you know, he, Jim Schwartz said, "Well, you know, you miss the crowd and the energy, but you know, crowd noise isn't a problem." Mm-hmm. So I think they need to be better there. But my bottom line is, I think the defense is good enough when it plays really well. Go on the, in there and slow down the Rams. Now, I don't think they're going to hold them to seven points, but if they hold them to twenty, can you win twenty-one twenty? Yeah. You hold them 17, can you win 20 to 17? Yeah, like I think that's the kind of game the Browns need to win. And I think if it gets up into the mid-20s and 30s, then I think the Browns would keep going. It's a great point, Scott. I agree with you 100%. Scotty Petrak breaking down Browns Rams Sunday 425 right here on WHBC. Follow him on Twitter, at Scott Petrak. Read his website, please, if you're a Browns fan. Brownzone.com. Bookmark that. Make sure you check it each and every day. So what's your gut telling you about Sunday's starting quarterback? I know DTR was going back to California and UCLA where he played, right? He's the starting quarterback, but the concussion protocol, are they just, uh, you know, holding off on officially announcing this? Will we know to sometime today, or do you expect not to know till Sunday, uh, an hour before kickoff? No, I expect to know whether it's at the start of practice or when, when practice is over and we talk to Kevin Stefanski. I expect to know, and I expect it to be Joe Flacco. That would have been a great okay. story, right? DTR coming to back. UCLA, like you mentioned, like we saw him for a little bit on Wednesday, kind of hanging out with Chip Kelly was over there and a bunch of UCLA guys, and we didn't see him at all yesterday. So if he had practiced twice this week, then I think maybe you can start him, right? He's been here since May, started the last two games. Flacco's so new, but without DTR having practiced until the earliest Friday, we don't know if he practiced today. I wouldn't expect it. I just, I, I think it's smarter to go with Flacco. I think it's. I think he's more of a known commodity, despite only being here for two weeks, than a DTR with not a whole lot of practice coming off a concussion. So I expect it to be flat going. I expect that announcement to come today. All right, uh, this is me, Mr. Skeptic. Okay, Scotty, when they said Flacco, I'm like, oh, God, not the Statue of Liberty, Joe Flacco, not the 38, uh, soon-to-be 39-year-old Joe Flacco. There's got to be somebody better that, than Joe Flacco. So here's my question. Yeah. What if this doesn't work? Then what, yeah. Scotty? Yeah, I don't have an answer for that, Kenny. <laughs> um, right? I mean, it's, I mean, you got these three guys, right? you got Flacco, you got DTR, you got P.J. Walker. Um, yeah. I mean, there's not a whole lot of guys out there. You know, could you try to get you – know, could you hope that somebody asks for their release somewhere, a Ryan Tannehill, right. and then figure out a way to get him off waivers? Maybe it's a bunch of money. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I, and I think the organization likes DTR enough to say, you know, see if he can win three games, right? Because wow. to me, that's what it's going to take. Even if they lose to the Rams, right? They need three more wins in the final six games. And that's certainly doable, you know, there's – the Bears, there's the Jets, there's the Bengals without Joe Burrow. Like, why can't you beat those three teams? Um, and you could win the other three games if your defense plays great, right? So it's not lost. Um, I thought DTR showed some prom- some progress in his last two starts. Probably not enough. Um, but, you know, he's still young. So I-, I think it would be hope DTR clears concussion protocol and he can make it through the rest of the season. But I don't think there's, like, some magic guy out there. Um, Joe Flacco's probably that guy. Yeah, all right. We won't ask you your prediction because you don't know who's starting yet at quarterback. So uh, we'll we'll wait and see how that plays out when that announcement comes, Scotty. And then we'll see how the Browns do uh, Sunday in Los Angeles. All right, bud? Sounds good.
There he is, Scott Petrak, checking in, breaking down the Browns for you again. 425 start this Sunday. It's uh, the latest game of the year on a Sunday for the Browns uh, as they play the Rams in Los Angeles.